This is Plugged In, Con Edison's podcast about all things related to energy and the energy industry. I'm Philip O'Brien. Today, we're going to talk about the way energy moves. It wasn't very long ago that moving energy was a very simple circuit. It went in one direction, from the power plant to the customer. But now, with renewable energy, customers are more than just energy consumers. They are energy producers. Since the first solar panels were installed about a decade ago, Con Edison has been reconfiguring its energy delivery system to accommodate this dynamic new relationship. Our guest today is Walter Alvarado, Vice President of System and Transmission Operations. He'll update us on a new delivery project that when complete, may enable the retirement of older fossil fuel peaker plants. Those so-called peaker plants would be replaced with new offshore wind and onshore renewable energy. And that provides opportunities to make the grid cleaner, greener, and more reliable for everyone. Hi, Walter. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Philip. Wow. You know, Walter, this this really sounds more exciting than people might think. Um, this is, isn't just going from, say, if I could use the example, going from uh, TV antennas on the roof to cable. This is has a lot more benefits. What do you think of that? Yeah, so it's interesting because it is our core business, building and constructing underground transmission in this case. But to your point, it really is exciting because it will facilitate the incorporation of clean energy and make it available to our customers in, in the future. So it is really exciting. Could you please give us an overview of the current delivery system and tell us uh, what needs to change? So, Philip, our transmission system has always been robust and reliable, and that will not change. By upgrading our transmission or delivery system, Con Edison will continue to provide reliable service and help deliver new renewable energy that is coming online to our customers both of which are needed for New York State to achieve 100% zero emission electricity by 2040. But a little bit of a primer, perhaps, for our listeners. What are these peaker plants, and what, why does New York State want to retire them? The peaker plants are generators that typically run during periods of high system demand to provide the needed energy to meet customer needs. We can also call on these units during emergencies throughout the year. Many of the peakers in New York City are relatively old and inefficient. The history of the uh, soon-to-be-retired peakers is interesting. Con Edison quickly built and placed these units in service back in the early 1970s to meet a capacity shortage at the time. Given the recent retirement of Indian Point 3, it's interesting to note that delays in building that unit and Indian Point 2 contributed to that shortage and a need for these peakers. So that's just some historical context there. So for the past 50 years, these peakers have been instrumental in the reliability of our system, primarily because they can be started remotely and are a quick start, meaning they can come online within 10 minutes. For these reasons, having these peakers available but not running can result in in some even older fossil units running less, a situation that has lessened emissions from electric generation overall. That said, Philip, when these peakers do run, they contribute significantly to air pollution, which was the reason behind the new DEC regulations that would either require the owners to install emission controls or cease operations. However, many customers who live in neighborhoods where these peakers are located 
depend on them for their electricity service during peak periods. Even though these neighborhoods tend to be environmental justice communities that suffer from poor air quality, retiring these peakers outright may result in reliability needs. Is retiring these plants the only reason we're doing these projects? And if not, what are some of the other reasons? There are other reasons for these projects. The immediate reason is to mitigate the reliability needs caused by the retirements of these peakers. But when the peakers are no longer running on high load days, another benefit will be an, an improvement to the air quality of the surrounding neighborhoods. Over the long term, as the state moves towards meeting its clean energy goal, the projects will open up new pathways to more easily move energy across our system and give customers access to clean energy, initially from upstate renewables and in the future from new offshore wind developments and even battery storage. Are there other project benefits for Con Edison customers? Absolutely, Philip. Improving our transmission system translates into a more optimal and cost-effective operation of the New York power grid overall as we move to clean energy supplies. Even in the short term, we expect lower supply costs for our customers. And how will these uh, reliable clean city projects help achieve the state's goals? Transmission is an essential component of the clean energy future. Since renewables like wind and solar will be sited where the wind blows the most and where the sun is the strongest, our transmission projects and others like them will allow suppliers to locate their resources in the best places and help to bring these supplies to our customers. Can you tell us about these projects? There are three of them you mentioned. Yes, that is correct. There are three of them. The uh, Reliable Clean City Projects or RCC projects that I've been referring to are new transmission lines, one in northern Queens between our Rainy and Corona substations, another in southern Brooklyn between our Gowanus and Greenwood substations, and the last is in Staten Island between our Gothels and Fox Hills substations. You know, when I think of transmission lines, I think of these great big poles and wires. Is that what these projects are going to be about? Because of the density of our service area, these projects will be built underground instead of overhead and will be invisible to our customers once the construction is done. Underground transmission is typically more reliable than above ground poles and wires, so our customers will face less disruption during storms and other weather events. And by the way, we own and operate the largest underground transmission system in the world. What is the status of these projects and um, where are we in the process of developing them? The RCC projects are currently in the engineering phase. Once engineering is complete, we will order large items such as transformers, phase angle regulators, and cable that take significant amounts of time to manufacture. Once the needed items are delivered and engineering is complete, we will begin construction. So could you give us any kind of timeline? Sure. So the project in Queens is planned to go into service by the summer of 2023, and the other two in Brooklyn and Staten Island are expected to be fully completed by the summer of 2025, a short time frame for sure. And now, of course, we have to come to uh, costs. What kind of dollar figures are we talking about? The three projects together are currently estimated to cost $780 million. And how will it be paid for? With the approval of the Public Service Commission, for our customers will pay down the cost of these projects 
over the expected life service, which should last 40 or more years. And how will construction of the lines impact people who live along the routes or in the Construction for these projects includes work in public streets and as with any large construction project, could temporarily disrupt traffic and businesses. Therefore, it will be critical and important for us to communicate our plans to the communities in Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. Okay, bright ideas for a bright future. Thank you, Walter Alvarado, Vice President of System and Transmission Operations for Con Edison. Thank you, Philip. Thanks for joining us. If you have a comment or question about the program, you can send us an email to podcast at coned, C-O-N-E-D, coned.com. We'd love to hear from you. Also, you can follow us on our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Our handle is at Con Edison. I'm Philip O'Brien. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, stay plugged in. 